Hello everyone, I'm Paris Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to 12 O'Clock High, a podcast on business leadership with Tom Fox, hosted by Richard Lummis. Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox. Richard Lummis is on assignment this week. Today I wanted to visit with you about the first 100 days as a new leader. The first 100 days is a marker set by Franklin Roosevelt in his first term, and it's a standard by which all other presidents and I think business leaders are measured in office and in a new job. Why? It is not because, it is not only because FDR hit the ground running going full speed, but he also passed substantive legislation which changed the shape of America for years to come. The first thing he did was to declare a bank holiday to save the nation's banking systems, but he also passed significant legislation to stem or attempt to stem the effects of the Great Depression. These bills included the Agricultural Adjustment Act, the Federal Emergency Relief Administration, the Civilian Conservation Corps, and finally the National Industrial Recovery Act. He also enacted the Truth in Lending and Glass-Steagall Acts to help regulate the stock market whose collapse had heralded the economic downturn. Even if these acts did not turn the tide of the Great Depression, it gave people hope because at least it appeared that FDA, FDR rather, was doing something to fight the economic calamity in opposition to what was done by Herbert Hoover. 12 O'Clock High is a podcast on business leadership with Tom Fox. 12 O'Clock High, a podcast on business leadership, is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. And today we're going to talk about your first 100 days as a business leader. Why is this so important? Well, uh, once again, we're measuring this as uh, based upon FDR's first 100 days. And now imagine you are finally able to secure your first position as a chief compliance officer or indeed a business leader. Every company believes that they are ethical and they certainly want to do business ethically. But what are some of the things you can do in your first 100 days as a CCO? Hopefully you will not be dropped into a corporate situation as dire as the one FDR faced in 1933, but the reality is that many heads of businesses are still judged on this mythical first 100 days. The first thing you should do is try to prepare yourself to make a clear and clean transition. The best possible situation is if you can take some time off to prepare yourself between your old and new positions. Uh, Even if you can't, you need to spend the extra time uh, after your end your day job to learn more about your new employer and supplement the information you're able to garner during the hiring process. Even if you have to stay up every night to do so, uh, you really have to. Next, accelerate your learning. You will be required to learn quite a bit on the job very, very quickly. Some key areas for immediate inquiry obviously include uh, your new company's investigations and hotline issues, their internal audit documents relating to compliance, the annual reports for any notes about investigations or other SEC issues, a general review to see what is happening in your industry to see if there are any ongoing FCPA investigations, enforcement actions, or even industry or country sweeps. Um, You can also meet with your new colleagues to talk to them about the existing compliance program. Uh, This has the side benefit, or additional benefit, I should say, of beginning to create a network for you uh, in your new organization. Next, 
try to match your strategy to the situation. The first thing you need to do is uh, identify the highest compliance risks that your company has, and then from there, see which ones are not being managed effectively. A new CCO must work quickly to determine what these risks are and which have the highest effects on your business. This part is made more challenging when the highest risk areas also have the highest business value. Obviously, if it's a high risk, that means that there's potentially a much higher business delta value. Business value can be measured in country value, profit, or reputation. It can also be measured in reducing potential exposures for fines, penalties, prosecutions, or revenue and profits. Next, you really need to work to secure some early wins. Now, you don't have to try and fix the entire compliance program in the first 100 days, but what you do need to do is find a way to identify opportunities to build both personal credibility and credibility for the compliance function really as a whole. Here you can take on an issue which might seem to have the most noise within your organization and work towards resolving it. But some of your work may come with instituting good processes and may simply be focusing on adding value, removing, removing obstrification, and helping grow the business rather than being seen as Dr. No from the land of no. You need to work on negotiating some successes. One obvious thing is to generate success at, one obvious thing to generate success in the corporate world is to have a good relationship with your boss. You should have significant ex conversations around expectation, working style, resources, and your potential development. So what are some of the key points around this area? Well, there's really no value in uh, denigrating the existing compliance program. You need to drive the discussions with your boss, not allow him or force him or her to do so. Remember, your boss is looking for solutions, not new problems, so bring solutions to the table. Your boss is probably not interested in running through your checklist of things to do, uh, so you need to determine from a risk-based analysis what that list might be. You need to make sure you connect with people that your boss values and admires, such as their mentor. And most importantly, set expectations for the compliance program going forward. If you have not done so through the hiring process, you should have a clear understanding of what compliance means at your new organization and what your role will be. While you were hired for general anti-corruption legislation, what does compliance mean in the broader role? What about reputational risk? Are there other forms of compliance that we may need to look at? Export control, uh, money laundering, uh, data security, and of course after Harvey Weinstein, sexual harassment. Give some thought to building your team because you'll probably be called upon to make some difficult personnel decisions, but this is going to be necessary. Your ability to select the right people for the right position is among the most important drivers of success during your transition and indeed beyond. You need to hold on to the right people, and if there are people who aren't really cutting the mustard, you're going to need to uh, uh, evaluate that as well. The focus for every solid manager is on the best people, and not only those people, the rest should be quickly managed up or out. Finally, and once again, I cannot say this enough, if compliance is seen as the land of no, populated by one or more Dr. No characters, it is time to make a change, and frankly, the sooner the better.
Next, you should create conditions as this is one of the biggest keys for any successful compliance program is the ability to influence people outside of CCO's direct line of control. Supportive alliances with all company stakeholders are necessary to achieve your goals. And obviously this means your direct reports, it means the board of directors, it means senior management, and it may be key third-party alliances as well. You'll need to try and identify those persons and develop relationships, then create coalitions with them. This means you need to get out of your office and get overseas as quickly as possible. While your manager, whether it be the CEO, the board of directors, the audit committee, or others, will probably want you in the office, you really need to get out of your office, into the field, and build these relationships. You're still going to have to work to keep your balance because the first 100 days will be a time of very high stress. This may well be compounded by your travel schedule and working very long hours to try and fulfill the concepts uh, that we've talked about. The right <coughs> advice and counsel network is going to be a critical resource for you and indeed an indispensable resource. Use your outside networks of mentors, coaches, friends, and you've developed over the years to discuss your part of the company and what you have been experiences. The key really is to use whatever resources are available to you during your first 100 days. Just as you will have to accelerate your movement, time frame, and issues, you're going to need to accelerate everyone else. Because if you think about what FDR did, a large part of his success was that he accelerated those around him. You should take this key component of FDR's success to heart in your new role. Get all of your direct reports, bosses, peers, uh, other stakeholders, to accelerate their transitions as well. The fact that you are in transition means they are too. The quicker you can get your new direct reports up to speed, the more it will help your performance. It is difficult today to imagine a harder situation the country faced than when FDR came to power in 1933. The task must have seemed overwhelming. Starting a new compliance leadership at an organization can also seem equally daunting. This framework will give you the ability to think through not only what you need to do, how you need to do it, but also your execution. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of 12 O'Clock High, a podcast on business leadership. And I hope you'll join us again next week for another episode. This is Paris Fox again. We hope you enjoyed this episode of 12 O'Clock High, a podcast on business leadership with Tom Fox. If you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and rate the podcast. Thank you for listening. podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.